1: I got to flip my own face on. We want to see that handsome young man, don't we? Absolutely. It's me nobody wants to see. Trust me. I'm telling you. So here's the story now. The, the Russians apparently have one to 2,000. We're estimating around 2,000 tactical nuclear weapons, which deliver five kilotons, which is about a third of what the, uh, I think, the Hiroshima bomb delivered. So that would take out the National Mall, which is a length of 2.5 miles, and that, so that whole circle would be gone. Now, the 16-kiloton uh, Hiroshima bomb, uh, that basically would take out uh, everything from the National Arlington National Cemetery to RFK Stadium, and uh, basically it's about the size of San Francisco, so that's not bad. That, that's a good yield. Uh, so the the question is, is, do the Russians have that many weapons? Yeah, they probably have that many tactical weapons. Do they work? <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? They're stored somewhere. They have to go find them. <laughs> and does anybody remember how to turn the damn things on? <laughs> so uh
2: Oh man, they're becoming a laughing stock now, aren't they?
1: Oh my god. So uh they they've got a they've got the uh, SS-26 which is a truck that launches a a missile that's got about a 300 mile range. They can put a conventional warhead or a a little nuke on there. And I guess they're going to try and blow the uh, Ukrainians off the map. But if they do that, I think that we'll have no choice but to respond
2: NATO, UN everybody would demand some sort of response. Yeah.
1: And now the president is saying, well, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is Armageddon. I don't know what he was saying. He was talking, babbling about something. And, uh, So what do we do if there's a radiation emergency? Well, first of all, uh, you want to take some potassium iodide because that's if you survive. Uh, And if you do survive, make sure you're indoors. If you have to go outdoors, make sure you've got some kind of mask or cover on your face because there'll be dust around that'll be radioactive and you get that in your lungs. That's not good. So potassium iodide will protect your thyroid gland. It blocks uptake of, of uh, radioactive iodide, which is one of the byproducts of an explosion. Then we've got Prussian blue and DTPA, and those two agents will bind other radioactive heavy metals like strontium and thallium and americum. Now, americum, as you know, I've told you this before, Ken, that's what they put in the, the uh, um, smoke and uh, carbon monoxide detectors so that the batteries will last forever it's a very small amount but they use that so the main thing is get your ass out of the blast zone (laughs) (laughs) when they tell you to to evacuate you better evacuate and uh and then stay indoors and uh, protect your airway protect your skin if you get radioactive material on you soap and water did you know that? Soap no, and, I
2: had no idea that's what you do.
1: Soap and water. That's all you do is you just soap and water yourself off and uh, get back indoors. So, I mean, if you've had the need to streak through a nuclear uh, dust <laughs> field, uh, you know, when you're done, make sure you wash. Not a good time for your streaking debut. No. And so so and there
2: are no re- basements in Florida. There's no real shelter for your house. Uh, we you got
1: it. You really got to get out of town. You got to, yeah. You got to get out of town, and, and you know, uh, McDill is a high target, high, high uh, priority target for the Russians because that's what the that's the command center for all the European and uh, Western uh, activities,
2: Middle Eastern too. I think, yeah.
1: So is it for the East and Middle East? Yeah, I, I believe I too. All yeah, all the way over to, all the way over to uh, China, and then I think at at that point it they take back over with with Pacific uh, Command.
2: Yeah, there's probably four or five nukes targeted for Tampa. Sorry to say, folks.
1: All right, here's a question for you, Ken. Yeah. Where does the day begin? Where does the new day begin in the United States? In the United States? Yep. Where does it begin?
2: Man, I'm not sure if those Alaskan islands are over the Dateline or not.
1: American Samoa.
2: American Samoa, okay. There you go.
1: Now you know more than you ever wanted to know. I love this show. I learn something every Sunday. Every Sunday we learn something. So one of my patients came in and her husband had a colonoscopy, which, as you know, is the no, scope I don't know. <laughs> up, the, up the butt into the colon and look around. And, and so my wife says to her, said, did they find anything? She said, yeah, they found one of my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know why he behaves. <laughs> so All right, I died. That's that story. Now, now Ken asked me to talk about God knows why he wants to know. Oh, about I this.
2: read this. I thought it was fascinating.
1: Uh, where is that? That's oncolytic herpes simplex virus-based ki- therapies for cancer. So what is herpes simplex? Well, herpes simplex is a virus in the herpes virus family. And it causes things like cold sores, and it can cause genital lesions. It's, there's herpes 1 and herpes 2. Herpes 2 is considered more of a venereal disease, usually self-limited. But any rate, so what they've done is they've taken this herpes simplex virus, and they've manipulated the genetics of this so it will only attack certain cancer cells, which is pretty cool. And it makes them explode. It makes them explode, which is what viruses generally do. They enter healthy cells, whether they're animal or plant or whatever, and they use the cell's own uh, genetic uh, and manufacturing abilities to reproduce themselves and make little baby viruses. And then when they've made enough, the cell explodes. And so uh, if we can get these things to just attack certain cells, cells we don't like, you know, bad cells like cancer, then we can actually use these to uh, fight cancer. And so this is in the works. And I think that, as you pointed out, Moffitt is doing some research on that and MD Anderson and some other big cancer centers. Right now, mostly
2: just melanoma, and uh, they're looking mm-hmm. at breast cancer, but who knows where it could go?
1: Yeah, well, and, uh, of course, we want them to come up with something for you when you come down with <laughs> smoking.
2: If they could work on lung cancer and uh, throat can- and uh, throat cancer
1: next, that would be great. That would, yeah, you, that would make you happy. Then you could keep smoking.
2: I could double my package. That's right. You could double your intake. <laughs> oh my!
1: I'm God. In, I'm impossible, <laughs> Doc. I'm hopeless. You're making me choke over here. <laughs> so at any rate, that's that was what Ken wanted to talk about, and then I wanted to talk to you about sepsis because I had a patient come in. uh, Actually, she came in, I forget if it was Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Monday she came in, and she had fallen. She's got some problems that are escalating. Getting older and small vessel disease of the brain and uh, uh, imbalance and so on and so forth. She scraped her knee, and it was infected. She had a little infection in that area in the soft tissue in the skin. And so she said, well, you, you gave me an antibiotic that worked last time, but it was too expensive. So I gave her the poor man's, uh, version of vancomycin. Vancomycin is what we use for, for treating gram positives, including, uh, MRSA staff, you know, these bad staff drug, Sure. or or not drug, but the bad staff, uh, bug. So I gave her that and she called me the next day and said, oh my God, I'm having a reaction to the antibiotics and I'm having this and that and this and that, and I can't stand up. And, I said, okay, well, are you sick enough to be in the hospital? No, no, no. I said, well, then just stop it and let's wait and see. Of course, later that night, she called the ambulance and ended up in the hospital. Mm. And she uh, actually looked septic to me. And sepsis is when you have an infection that can get into your bloodstream. It can cause fever or low temperature. It can cause elevated heart rate or low heart rate. It can cause elevated respiratory rate. It can cause uh, kidney damage, acute kidney failure, which she had, elevated liver enzymes, which she had, and uh, and so this is this is a big deal for us because a lot of people used to die from this, you know, and and now that we're more aware of it and uh, diagnose it quicker, get them on antibiotics and rehydrate and uh, treat the symptoms of of sepsis, then we can save people. So we have to. Do a blood count, get chemical studies of your liver and kidney and all that, ear analysis, blood cultures, make sure there's no bacteria growing in your blood. And if there is, then we need to know what kind and what it's sensitive to antibiotic-wise. You know what I'm saying? How do you know if you're suffering from this? I mean, what do you feel? When should you call a doctor? Well, I think that if you have suspicion of a source of infection and you're, you're Respiratory rate is up, you're you're breathing harder, Uh, you're either febrile or or cool, Um, and you have, uh, she had numbness and tingling of her feet, and her feet were cold because the blood vessels were constricting in her feet, and uh, so these are some of the signs and symptoms. So, you know, like if you have a urinary tract infection or a prostate infection, which is not uncommon in older people. Or in younger people, uh, you know, things like uh, scrapes that become infected, skin infections, uh, venereal infections, um, pneumonias, these sorts of things, cough congestion, wheezing, along with fever, chills, uh, elevated respiratory rate. And so there's a number of things that we can do, including the usual workup, imaging of the chest and the belly people can also get infection in their colons can as they get older they get diverticula, which are little outpouchings in the bowel, in the large bowel. If you say so. And yeah, they're like little outpouchings that the bowel wall gets a little, little weak and you have some of the mucosa, some of the lining of the, of the bowel that can pooch out. And then those can become inflamed and become infected and you get diverticulitis, which is another source. So we, uh, we want to get you in the hospital and get you on antibiotics and rehydrate you and save your kidneys and and actually she got better with antibiotics and fluids. So apparently I made the right diagnosis, but I'm not going to put it in the chart because then I'll have to answer all these questions. From <laughs> health information system just leaves the paperwork, <laughs> doesn't it, Doc? <laughs> well, they want they want they want to code everything appropriately, you know, and yeah. so they want to know every single itty bitty last diagnostic. Uh, uh code that they can put in there and so they pester the crap out of us. <laughs> is this Medicare you're talking about? This is the billing department oh, of the, the hospital.
2: Oh, the billing department of the hospital. Okay. Yeah, oh, sure so they, they have turn, to know cuz they're doing the billing.
1: Sure. They, they're in the billing, so they got to have all the codes in there. So I don't put I used to put down everything and now I'm just like yeah. Well, I'm sure uh, they're glad uh, I'm
2: sure they're glad to hear this morning that you're not doing that doc. <laughs> We <laughs> we forget we're on the radio sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we have fun. We do. We have a ball here on our little radio show. This is the this is the fastest hour in radio. Absolutely, I tell you, this goes by so quick for me. I don't even know how how I'm here. I I
2: just I just love no anticipating what you're going to be bringing up because I never know. Sometimes like <laughs> like like, like a, I never know till we get on really what we're going to be talking about. We may talk about it for a second or two, but. I never really know. So today I did have that question about the Hoffman thing, the Moffat thing that they were doing. And uh, we communicated for that, but I'd look for these things now to talk
1: to you about. Yeah. That's that way you can stimulate me to, to talk about things that you think are important because I don't always know what people want to hear. You know, that I know what I want to hear, but I want you guys to hear what you want to hear too. I don't want to hog the whole show because it's for everybody. So, uh, any rate, where was I? Oh, oh, I gotta tell you this. So I got a hybrid hot water heater. You know what those are? A hybrid hot water heater. What yeah, is a, a hybrid? hybrid? A hybrid hot water heater is a water heater that has a heat pump in it. So it's like an air conditioner that runs in reverse. So you know how your air conditioner, you got the coils inside the house that that are cold, and then when the gas expands, it goes outside and it gives off heat into the atmosphere. So if you go out to your Outside air conditioner part, there's a fan running, and you'll see, like, little coils going back and forth like a radiator. Well, if you take those coils and you put them inside of your hot water tank and you use those to heat up your water, then your your hot water heater will give off cold air. So you have, like, a little air conditioner in your garage. Really? It's pretty, it's pretty cool.
2: I've never heard of that. See? Another thing I've learned today. Only 18 minutes into
1: the show, and I've learned two things today. Dang. So at any rate, these things are um, they're they're energy efficient and they cost a little bit more. They cost about double of what a good hot water heater would cost. So if you got a double element high efficiency water heater, that cost you a grand. These were this was about two grand, and you'd save about two to three hundred dollars a year uh, in electricity uh, because you're not using the coil, although it has a heating coil in it, you know, like a stove has, but uh, you're using your your heat pump, your air conditioner, whatever you want to call it. So at any rate, I got this guy from up at the service station who's helped me do a couple of things. Kyle. I'm going to kill him when I get my hands around his <laughs> What neck. did Kyle do? <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, so we're putting it together and, you know, he wants to take care of me, you know, because he thinks, well, he's the younger and bigger and stronger. And that's fine. So he's he's gluing the pvc you know the the uh, the tubing that you put we don't use copper much anymore cuz we got pvc it's easy to use so he's gluing it together and i'm saying "Kyle you want to start from the the uh, from the hot water unit and go back to the wall where the where the feed is for the water coming into the unit" okay doc okay okay so he gets this glued and then he gets that and he says he's got a piece that he's going to put on he said let me go ahead and glue these two pieces together because we got about a three foot piece we got to drop down the wall to turn out and, and feed into the hot water heater i said all right all right and so i wasn't watching so we got it done and i wired it up and everything's working fine and so i say well thanks kyle and he goes home and i open up the valve to let the cold water in to the tank and And i'm standing there and guess what hot water no (laughs) he didn't glue two of the joints together oh my goodness so that piece of that (laughs) three-foot piece of pipe pvc that just blew out (laughs) i got a bath and of course the the uh, garage looks better because we had a good scrubbing of the floor there (laughs) so i had to turn everything off and it took several hours to dry everything out Finally got it hooked back up. It's working fine now, but uh, there you go.
2: Well, Kyle, you know, his, his intentions were true.
1: They they were true. And, uh, you know, I, I texted him, and I told him he was now indebted to me, but I put it in words that we can't say on the <laughs> oh, Okay, please don't, yeah. <laughs> <on this show. laughs> I told him I'm coming up to the service station on Monday and get my money back. I won't do that, though.
2: Well, I'm glad
1: Kyle's looking after you. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Yanni Barrios, 32, you know, he stabbed those two people to death and maimed several others out on the strip in Las Vegas last week. And he said he was mad. He was angry.
2: What was was he angry about? (laughs) What was he angry about? Did he say?
1: He felt that uh, he was letting his anger out. He felt that he had been disrespected by some of the people on the uh, on the strip. I guess a couple of women who worked as dance girls or something out there wouldn't let him have a picture with them. And so right before he stabbed one guy and killed him, he said, sorry, man. So at least he apologized in advance. (laughs) So he was covered in blood when they arrested him and they got him in there. And obviously he's crazy. Yeah,
2: he's a psycho.
1: Uh, And, you know, this is once again another reason that we need institutions to lock people up in. We need prisons. We need mental institutions. Oh, well. Are
2: there many left? I mean, they've been closing everywhere for the last two decades.
1: Yeah, because the government doesn't want to pay for them. And uh, in general, there's better outpatient treatment now than there was 50 years ago. So we can medicate people and control a lot of the behavior. But the bad personality disorders and the psychopaths uh, and the psychotics that are are violent, there's nothing you can do but lock them up. Because even if you get them on medicine, they're not going to stay on it. They don't think they're sick. Yeah. Oh, well, on the other side of the world, over in Iran, Iran, Persia, the women are hot, Ken. I, they're I, hot. They're angry, and that's not good. They told the president of the country to get lost when he came to the campus. <laughs> <laughs> he, he accused them of being like flies because they were riding, and uh, I'm sure he called Allah's name into it and all that. But at any rate, so, you know, the whole story is— They arrested um, a Kurdish woman who was a student. And uh, they put her in jail because she didn't have her headdress on right in public or something. You know, she didn't have her face covered or whatever. And she died in prison three days later. Well, the women didn't like that at all. And, boy, they're hot. And so there have been riots in got over 100 cities. And all the university, all the women are marching up and down. Of course, they can always find some guys that will follow along. Uh, but uh, they got big problems over there. You know, they they really they have a fairly well-educated population for uh, uh, a Middle Asian, I guess that's Middle Asia. That, that is, that's not East Asia. I think East Asia begins at the Persian-Iraq uh, border, but at any rate, it's that area over there, and uh, these people are not going to put up with it much longer, and I don't know how many Persians you've met, but they are nice people. Well-educated, smart, they like Americans, and uh, it's just too bad that uh, that they allowed themselves to be taken. Well, I guess they didn't have much choice because they, they're not armed; they didn't have guns. So when the when the uh, you know when the fundamentalist revolutionaries came in in the late '70s, there wasn't anybody to stand up and fight because idiot Carter walked away from the Shah, and the Shah ended up. Traveling all over the world, I think he finally came here and died at a hospital in New York City.
2: I think you're right on that. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, say, maybe we should take
2: a you know a few aircraft and drop a couple of thousand guns down the streets of Iran.
1: Uh, yeah, we should do that.
2: <laughs> start just dropping guns. on them. Uh,
1: yeah, I know. And but what if what if the what if the gendarmes what if the police and the soldiers pick them up then they might use Wow, well, okay, as... I didn't think that through. You're right. Maybe we should. We'll actually... mail them. Yeah, let's mail them directly. <laughs> <laughs> Send us your address. We'll mail you a gun. <laughs> Everybody who wants a gun, hold your hand up. <laughs> That's
2: right. I wish we could help them, but because you're right, they, I, I don't. I don't blame the people. I blame the uh, administration for all the evil
1: over there. Oh yeah, you know they just want to drink beer and watch soccer. Yeah, they're just like us. They, they just want just to wanna live their nope. lives. You know, came over here. He's a doctor. And I said, are you, uh, are you religious? He said, are you kidding? Because he was raised Muslim. He said, I got over here, and the first thing I did was pop a beer and sit down and watch some <laughs> football. <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. That's my kind of American. I wonder
2: everybody wants to come
1: pond, here. And on the other side of the pond, Prince Harry, who's actually back over here on this side of the pond, he's out living out in Hollywood, you know, Meghan Markle drug him to Canada, over to Vancouver, and then worked her way down the coast. Now she's back home with all her homies. I, you know, I feel bad for this guy. He's kind of lost uh, and easily misled by, uh, not that I've ever been misled by a woman, but, no. <laughs> but he seems to be really struggling, and I guess this is not the first time, so I'm worried about him. And I was thinking about calling him up and see if he wants to come on the show, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm why like, not? Hey, Sure might be embarrassing for him. I, I wouldn't ask him anything heavy, you know, I'd just say, How's it going, buddy? And uh, anything we can do and if you need to get out for an evening, you know, we'll meet you out there and at the sports bar and that sort of stuff. But I guess he's kind of kind of had trouble figuring out where he fits in and uh I guess you you would be a little bit intimidated if your older brother was gonna be the king and you were just the prince of what, Sussex or whatever. I don't even know where the hell Sussex is is that actually a place Yeah there? I believe
2: it is but I've never been there so
1: So at any rate I I I know I'm bringing this up a lot but I continue to worry about it and uh, this <laughs> whole, this whole thing with Meghan Markle's got me upset Uh any rate I keep reading you know, that he Harry's not all that happy anymore but Well, you I never mean, know
2: they, who you you what you're reading you know when it comes well, to I mean, it.
1: how can you be happy when your life is is being dictated to by a woman
2: Wait a minute. Hey, watch yourself.
1: That. Hang on a second. <laughs> I got to think this one through. <laughs> but I mean, he gave up a lot there. Oh, he gave up a lot. But, you know, they'd have him back in a heartbeat if he'd dump her. If he'd dump her, right. Yeah. yeah. Bring the kid, though, because the kid's cute. <laughs> so, he'd make a cute little sub prince or whatever. What do you call the prince of a prince? I think you're still a prince, aren't you? I guess. I, I don't, don't know. know. Now this I got, believe it or not, I got this from the Global Times, which is the communist official communist Chinese newspaper. The Caribbean island of Bonaire is suing the Dutch government over rising seas. So you know Bonaire, you know I told you I went to Aruba and uh, and Curacao. Yeah. On the news, okay. So the the ABCs are the three Dutch uh, islands in the Caribbean, which is, you know, the Caribbean's just south of us here. Um, so bonaire is the smallest of the three islands and the people in bonaire i think all 27 of them are upset (laughs) and they're suing they're suing the dutch government because they say rising water levels are threatening their uh their their coral reef which is a big draw for their tourism and their tourist business and uh, you know they're worried about storms so they want this is the greenpeace uh contention down in bonaire they want the dutch government to give them assurances and of course money mm. that always helps when when you're in a in an economic i mean an ecologic crisis ecology and economy are pretty close so you know you, you got to have both together so they're suing they're suing their parent government what do they want them to do build
2: a Dyke?
1: <laughs> what, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe they want them to come over and with buckets and uh, <laughs> pumps and, and lower the sea level. I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, I perhaps, don't know. How do you protect an island like that? I have no idea. Um, I don't think that they can put up any uh, any um, New Orleans type uh, dikes and and levee systems because it's elevated up enough, but. I don't know. It, uh, you'd have
2: to surround the entire island. You would. You That'd might. be trillions of dollars, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah. And then and then, what would you do to save the coral reef? Exactly. I guess you, I guess you could, uh, you know, drill underneath it and lift the whole damn seafloor up. <laughs> just jack <laughs> up the whole island. Yeah, you could just lift the whole island and all the surrounding coral reef and... Uh, <laughs> I don't it, it it's an amazing world. An it amazing.
2: is. It's a nutty, nutty world, though. It's a mad, 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 mad world. One of my favorite movies.
1: The the fun thing is, is that it's probably no madder than it's ever been. But there's just so much more madness because there's so many more of us, and there's so much more technology. Right. We just hear about it. Yeah. And you can hear about it. I mean, you know, we we think that uh, we think that news didn't travel very fast. But you got to remember, once the telegraph was invented. It was instantaneous, and uh, President Lincoln he sat in the telegraph office at the White House during battles, and he'd get instantaneous updates as to what was going on. And of course, being a good president like Richard Nixon or Lyndon Johnson, he wanted to give feedback to the (laughs) to to the general. So he sent back what he wanted (laughs) done. Now you ain't here, dude. So and we ain't slowed down at all. We've speeded up. you know we're we're moving it. (laughs) Will go even well now. Not only can the president and a few uh, select uh, elite get a telegraph immediately of what's going on, everybody can get everything immediately.
2: Well, it used to be you know Crazy Joe down the block just talked to the neighbors. Now he talks to the whole world.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, I tell this story from time to time when when my son's older brother died. I think that people in Australia and England knew about it because of Facebook before I did. (laughs) Really? Within a a few hours, the news was all over the world because Zeke had, you know, he was a young teenager, and he had this whole network of people on Facebook. And so they just, you know, transmitted that all over the world to each of their friends, and he had uh, sympathy pouring in from all over the world.
2: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, we are all connected, whether we like it or not. Well, you can disconnect get off facebook if you like I, they'll still
1: find you bud
2: they'll find you on twitter that's right doc yeah. it's nine thirty-two. look at how you're right about this hour moving I, along just really oh my, fast today
1: I mean, we we got to take a break and get coffee
2: yeah but let's do a question first
1: shall we yeah, let's do a question buddy this is for two
2: dr bill your radio md coffee mugs First caller will win, and the deal is, as always, the question deals with something we talked about in the first half hour of the show. So if you've been with us from the beginning, you should have no problem answering this question. Doc put a new uh, uh, state-of-the-art water heater in his garage, but there was a mishap. What happened when he was putting his water heater in? In the last week or so, give us a call 877 969 8600. 877 969 8600. The first caller with the correct answer will win to Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs. Ain't that right, Doc? Yahoo!
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Bill with Ken.
0: The latest from the Answer News Center.
3: With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Five years after women's stories about him made the Me Too movement explode, Harvey Weinstein is going on trial in Los Angeles again, where he was once king of the Oscars. Weinstein is already serving a 23-year sentence for rape and sexual assault in New York. Jury selection begins tomorrow for his second trial. He's been indicted on four counts of rape and seven other counts of sexual assault involving five women. The U.N. nuclear watchdog says Ukraine's Zaporozhye nuclear power plant, the biggest in Europe, has lost its last remaining external power source as a result of renewed shelling and is now relying on emergency power only. And the NFL and NFL Players Association have agreed to modify the league's concussion protocol after a very public injury to Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailua. He is recovering. This is SRN News.
0: The answer. Listen on our website, theansertampa.com on 100.3 FM. W229 DJ Dunedin by downloading the Answer Tampa app or on
1: TuneIn or Odyssey. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete. 727 384 6411. 727 384 6411. Full service clinic with X ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are more Multilingual, well-trained and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727 384
0: The latest from AccuWeather at the top and bottom of the hour. Only on AM 860,
2: The Answer. A beautiful end of the weekend on tap for today with mostly sunny skies. A great afternoon for football, the high 88. A moonlit sky for tonight, low 72. Tomorrow, periods of clouds and sunshine. Expect a thunderstorm in spots in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high 87. Plan with confidence. Download the redesigned AccuWeather app today. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm forecaster Drew Shannon for AM eight sixty. The answer. Well, I and I,
0: boys, I
2: boys. I've been drinking for days. Well, I and I fumble, boys. I've been drinking
0: for
1: days. And I'm back. This is Doctor Bill. I like that little ditty. So oh, hi, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Found that on Story Block, so I think we so, got a hit. Yeah, we got. I think we got something there, Bud. <laughs> so I'm back. I'm Dr. Bill. I got Ken with me. We're doing a radio show and we're streaming on live on Facebook and YouTube and Dr. Bill, your RadioMD.com. and uh, I I think Joe said that we're now uh, live on Spotify on on the audio side of it. We'll have to work on the video side, and uh, we're on a couple other uh platforms but uh we're getting there ken well joe
2: says it it's true you know
1: if joe says it, it's true joe is our operations manager he basically uh runs the station for barb and she just uh counts the money i think
2: (laughs) no and i don't say that she's very integral to the operation here uh, joe is a genius though i'm pretty sure joe's a genius
1: yeah i think so too and he always gives me a hug and a kiss when he comes over
2: well he won't do that to me anymore (laughs)
1: you're getting too old and ugly dude i I think i think people started
2: talking (laughs) hey doc congratulate we got a winner congratulate tony Gigliotti of st pete tony Tony. knew that the answer to the question by the way the question was doc put in a new state-of-the-art water heater over the last week or so and he had a little problem (laughs) it started leaking as soon as he turned it on but It got all fixed up, and they washed the garage floor, and everything's fine. Tony knew that, and uh, he has won himself, two Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs coming out to you, Tony. So just hang in there. It'll be in the mail pretty soon. And he wanted me to specifically say hello, Doc, from Tony.
1: Tony, thanks for being with us, buddy. We really love you, and we appreciate everybody out there who listens to the show. And and I like that everybody calls in and tries to get a mug. That's good. Yeah,
2: you're going to run out of mugs one of these days.
1: We'll we'll order more. I have to call my girlfriend over in China and have her make up another Uh,
2: $5,000. You go over to Doc's office, and if you're not a patient of Doc's, my question is, why not? Um, That's right. You get a mug. You get a mug. They're sitting on the table there. They're stacked up like a grocery store. You got it. Yeah. So call Doc. Set an appointment. What's that number to call if they want to set an appointment, Doc?
1: seven two seven three eight four six four one one seven two seven three eight four six four one one and we've got telemedicine we've got lab medicine we've got uh, cardiology workup we do minor surgery take off lumps and bumps uh of course regular medicine and as i was talking like the the patient i had who had sepsis uh so we treat a little bit of everything i Kind of enjoy it. I like the uh, I like the variety and I like the challenge. It keeps me sharp, and it makes me read and it makes me uh, study and it makes me investigate. And that's what a good doctor does: is he investigates. And he's uh, if you're a smoker, he's not too hard on you. And if you're a smoker, um, we we welcome you. Even <laughs> more.
0: You're good for
1: business. You may not be <laughs> with him very long, but you know, hey, hey, there's more smokers out there. We'll find another one. so uh now you heard about the kirsch bridge in crimea that the uh, ukrainians blew up and they say this could have a significant impact on russia's already strained ability to sustain its forces because i guess it's it it was a supply line and and the chinese are saying ah it's just a publicity stunt and uh, it's not that big of a deal but uh the chinese are saying that yeah well the official china you know the 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 official news agency yeah yeah, they're they're saying they're, it's not that big of a deal, but but the big deal for them is that uh, statements coming out of NATO uh, are sure to bring us into a World War III. <laughs> my my response to the Chinese is, we'll stay out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep uh, your nose out of it. Hey, all all Russia has to do to stop all this is pull out. That's it. And now our our ultra liberal USA Today, this is the headlines from from their blurb this this morning election workers fear trouble boost security as vengeful threats persist after Trump loss and the key points are election workers in the US have faced threats and fear intimidation from conservative activists mm-hmm. I don't remember making any threats Republicans and conservative groups plan to flood the elections with thousands of poll watchers oh my god that is <laughs> awful how could we do that And the Justice Department launched a task force to counter abuse towards poll workers in fall elections. And then the Republicans say poll watchers promote election integrity and rule breakers will be kicked out. Oh, my God. Ken, we are horrible people.
2: Well, there's nothing wrong with watching. Nothing. No. And we are.
1: Keeps everybody
2: honest. Turn a little light on the the process,
1: you know. We are allowed to watch. There's nothing wrong with watching. And by the way, the, the uh the, the Korean South Koreans and the Japanese are watching uh intercontinental ballistic missiles fly over their country. <laughs> Which, you know, is kinda like when, when we all go outside and look for down here in Florida in South Florida, when we look for a launch from Cape Canaveral. So one I mean, just last night. Yeah. It's Let's the deal. same thing. And it's free. Exactly. And you get it up close and personal because they'll shoot that rocket right over you. Well, one of these
2: days, I hope they don't uh, make a little mistake over there in North Korea and land in the middle of Japan. That would uh, start a whole bunch of... uh, That would open up a hornet's nest, you know?
1: Oh, my God. That would be terrible. I mean, that would... It may have been an accident, but still. Well, Biden said that he'd defend Taiwan, so he might confuse Taiwan with with Japan and send troops to the wrong (laughs) country. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> well sir they bombed uh, japan why you send everybody to taiwan
1: i know no, it doesn't make any sense but yeah. that's the administration we have so at any rate uh here's the latest from npr who is also very insightful and brilliant and has a lot of positive things to say hurricane Ian highlighted the vulnerabilities of older mobile homes what <laughs> <laughs> where do these people live? I mean, any mobile <laughs> home in a hurricane would They get,
2: four. they get very mobile in a hurricane.
1: They get mobile. You know, I I told my friend last week, I said, we moved. He said, yeah, what happened? I said, Oh, the the chalk blocks came out from under the wheels of the mobile home. So we rolled three feet.
2: So, <laughs> I, well,
1: who, I don't think I'd want to be in
2: one in a category five.
1: Who thinks these things up at these newspaper, uh, and, and, uh, News uh, agencies. I mean, it, that's the problem with
2: that's the that's the problem with America today, right now, Doc. It, as far as the media is concerned, twenty-four hour news channels should not exist anywhere on the radio, on television, anywhere. There's
1: not enough news. There's, well, I mean, it's just
2: so they have to start making it up.
1: Well, plus, you know, how many times can you report Mrs. Minerva's cat getting caught up the tree, and the the uh, the fire department took thirty minutes to respond? Exactly. Every 20 minutes they're doing this. And it gets boring. So people tune out. So they have to make it more exciting. Now, this, this you'll like, Ken. A driver was arrested for a DUI in in our county here in Pinellas after crashing into a Pinellas deputy who was assigned to the DUI unit. <laughs> <laughs> so they made, I guess it was kind of like fate. They made instant contact. <laughs> they were destined to meet, yes. So the, the the guy that was drunk and the DUI cop, they got together, which is, I guess, what, what we want, right? Well, I, well, sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's Kismet.
1: It's right. And then, uh, oh, by the way, on the other side of town, uh, a St. Saint, Saint Pete woman, St. Pete is in Pinellas County, St. Pete, Florida, allegedly stole over $1,100 in liquor from a Publix. I've only made out with maybe twenty or thirty at a time. Yeah, times. did you get her address?
2: I, do you have her address at all? I yeah, <laughs> her
1: address. Let's see if we can party with. How do you get out with eleven hundred dollars in booze? Yeah, you
2: know, knock on the door. Hey, how about a shot?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Uh, news is uh, it's it's stranger than fiction at times. stranger You than can't fiction. make
2: some of this stuff up. That's you right. You cannot
1: make it up. You can't make it up. So, at any rate um apparently the uh the situation with the election is uh, Trump's ramping up the rhetoric i think he was out in Nevada yesterday uh bashing the the Biden administration and talking about the gas prices and the cost of living going up which is exactly what uh people want to hear right now you know they're concerned about the the cost of living i mean it's it's shot up tremendously and especially the cost of food and, and fuel and uh,
2: and rising interest rates are not helping anything.
1: They're not helping either because now the housing market is starting to cool down. And one of my friends said his realtor told him that uh, we've already dropped ten percent in sales in, in Pinellas County uh, because of the rising interest rates. I, I'm, I don't know how how factual that is, but that's what he heard from his realtor.
2: Well, people are hurting their credit cards. You know, those are all those interest rates are all going up. They're all adjustable. And yeah. uh, buying a car. Tough to do because of uh, you know 7% now instead of
1: 3%. If you can find a car. If you can
2: find a car,
1: yeah. If you can find a new car. Uh, That's not
2: priced $16,000 over MSP, you know.
1: Although one of my uh, patients who uh, works in, at a used car dealer, he said they've got a lot of inventory, uh, but the prices are going up. Mm. The demand is, that, well, it's going to cool down now. And I think the feds are supposed to raise another uh, – 75 basis points, which is what, three, three, uh, three quarters of 1% and we're already at what, three and a half, four percent Yeah. I think they're
2: doing that next month. Yep.
1: So that's going to impact the economy even more. Will we have a soft landing or not?
2: I no, don't I don't think so. We're going to have a recession just before Christmas. There you go. Happy holidays. Happy new year.
1: Thank God I've, uh, stolen. I mean, uh, saved up enough money to, to, uh, see through this so well next
2: year we'll have control of the senate control of the house
1: at least control of the house i think we're going to get control of the senate i didn't think so in late summer but uh you know they're yelling about uh the left's yelling about uh the uh, potential ban on abortions in some states and they're saying that uh that all the conservative politicians want uh no abortions you're regardless of rape and incest and i i haven't seen that yet have you seen that ken i have not heard that from any uh conservative uh uh politician that they want to outlaw abortions even in the case of rape and incest
2: not not in a no not in mass i have not heard any but i don't course... think any states are doing that are they is that te- texas might be i'm not sure about everybody else but most states, it doesn't really matter because you can there are,
1: how many states who still allow abortion? Yeah, I mean, there's what there's still going to be twenty or thirty. So yeah, I miss it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, the Supreme Court did not outlaw abortion, and it's just not no, getting through. No, no, it's not getting through. But in my sisters, they they don't listen to anything but CNN, so they think you know the sky is falling, Henny Penny is running up and down, and. And uh, they think it's the end of the world. You know, my, my baby sister back in the back in the old oh, what is the old five through seven and eight era. She said, well, the world's going to end in 2011 because of global warming that came and went. <laughs> then it was going to end in 22. 22 is almost over. Um,
2: what that. are they saying? They're saying now 2050. I heard an announcement that 2050 is going to be the year when, oh, I guess, well, I guess Antarctica will all melt and, ever flood and the, everything will flood.
1: And and then what will happen? We'll all be out in rowboats or water world or what?
2: We'll all have, uh, I'll have some, I'm about five miles from the coast so maybe I'll finally have some waterfront property.
1: And grow gills.
2: <laughs> you can come to my house, Doc.
0: I'm all
2: for it, baby. If you need a a place to stay in 2050, assuming Uh we're both here, I don't think either one of us will be here in 2050. I'll be, what, 91 years old or something like that.
1: You ain't going to make it that long. No, I'm
2: not going to make it a Thursday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so Biden's uh, fishing for some more votes, so he pardoned thousands for simple possession of marijuana a major step towards decriminalization. So you think he's going after that vote? Well, you know the best way to stop him from voting? Hmm. Just give him more free pot. Let him light up.
2: Let him light. By the time they realize what's going on, the election will be a week old.
1: They won't find their way out to the. Hey, man.
2: (laughs) Where are we supposed to go to vote? were are we supposed (laughs) to vote yesterday, man? Something like that.
1: In the International Monetary Fund, they're saying that, that these are the brilliant people that uh, help plan our world economy. They're saying a higher recession risk and darker global outlook is looming. Really? No kidding. They just figured this out? <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the best of the best of the economic minds in the world over at the International Monetary Fund, and they just figured that out. Well, it's nice to know that you and
2: I could run the International Monetary Fund if we had to. We figured this out a long time
1: ago. Do it with a slide ruler. Most people don't even know what a slide ruler is. Before we had computers and calculators, we used a slide rule, and you could subtract and add, multiply, divide. You could do uh, trigonometric functions. You could do some simple calculus.
2: Trigonometry, (laughs) all that stuff. Yeah, That's how NASA sent men to the moon. They used a slide rule.
1: Yeah, I heard that uh, Neil Armstrong had one in his hip pocket when he got on the, on the rocket ship there.
2: In case they had to uh, make any course changes, he would need that. Yes. Yeah. I um, think they actually used it on Apollo 13 when they had they w- when they had all that trouble. I think there's a scene in the movie anyway where he's using a slide rule to work up a new trajectory for a return to Earth or something like that.
1: Yep. Now, what do you think about uh, Biden trying to open negotiations with Venezuela to get some of their high sulfur, uh, dirty crude? You know, we have the best crude in the world. You know what's what uh, uh, light, sweet Texas crude means?
2: What does it mean? I'm not sure what it means. I know it's the best in the world. That's what everybody really wants.
1: Um, the more sulfur you have in, in your oil— uh, the more acidic it is, so the 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 more bitter it will taste. So what the guys would do, uh, you know, the the wildcatters and the uh, oil guy, the oil rig guys, is they'd taste it, and you when know, oh. that came out of the ground, and they'd say, hey, this is pretty sweet, you know, it doesn't have that much uh, bitterness to it. it. So the sulfur levels were lower, and of course, a lighter oil is one that has uh, doesn't have as much heavy tar in it. It's a uh, lighter hydrocarbons. Is it easy to refine? Easier to refine, uh, less pollution, less sulfur goes out into the atmosphere, you know, less acid rain. Remember that one back in the 60s and 70s when we went through that? That was
2: fun, yeah.
1: Yeah, because sulfur dioxide makes an acid. It it forms an acid. So when it rained down, it would bring sulfur dioxide with it, and the water would turn acidic, and then it'd hurt the little plants and trees and the little animals. and...
2: And Greenpeace was not happy.
1: No, Greenpeace was not happy. So, at any rate, I, I got the pond, uh, pond one. You know, I told you I put the aerators in there a week or two ago.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I saw life. I mean, there's I saw some tadpoles. There are turtles coming back. Uh, we even had a great uh, gray heron that was hanging out there for a while. I think he gave up on it because there wasn't enough life back yet for him to make a living but uh, <laughs> at least we got you know it's looking good and so i think i've got the rest of the board convinced that our other three ponds need aerators as well the the problem is ken is that if you just have a fountain you're only aerating the top two feet of the, of the pond or the lake and if you have a six or eight foot deep area basically you're you're not aerating it's anaerobic which means lack of oxygen and so bacteria that grow without oxygen like that and they breed on all the muck all, on all the organic debris the dead tissue the duct feces, and and the fertilizer and the uh the grass clippings all that falls down to the bottom and they they, they grow on that and then you get that you know that black muck and you get that that uh, swamp gas odor and uh so I, I think I've got my men, my other two guys, convinced that we need to aerate, and uh, we're going to get a quote throw, on that.
2: You've throw some fish in there then.
1: Yeah, uh, well, the, the birds will bring them in. You know, they, they carry the eggs on their legs when they wade, the wading birds. And so when they fly in and sit down or step into the water, they lose some of the eggs, and the eggs hatch. And so it, it will populate itself. Fish will be there eventually.
2: All right, I, you know I didn't know that happened either. That's three things that I've learned on this show today. That's why you tune into the doc show every day every Sunday to learn,
1: yeah, and, and we'll
2: and give you a couple laughs too, I imagine
1: and you know I'm thinking about waiting in some ponds that have fish in it and then coming and waiting in our ponds to sort of <laughs> Speed up the process <laughs> <death>. <laughs> uh. I think my toenails could could hang on to some eggs.
2: A couple eggs in the toenails, okay.
1: The toenail eggs.
2: Eggs in my toenails. That sounds like our country song.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Got eggs in my toenails.
1: And row in my hair. <laughs> Give me your beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of beer, um, I, one of my neighbors who is actually a recovering alcoholic um he's an older guy and he's got back problems and he just went through some chemotherapy and stuff and so during the storm i i helped him out you know helped him with the sandbags and then after the storm i carried the sandbags away from him and he came over the other morning and he said bill i want to thank you and i said no no problem mike you're welcome you know i love you and uh, he said here have this and it was a twenty dollar bill i'm like you know, Ken. If you give me money, I'll lose it immediately. I said, no, "That's okay, Mike." He said, "No, I insist." He said, "Go out and he said, I can't drink it, but you go get a case of beer." And uh, and the so, wife I, and the wife grabbed it. Right? That was. And the wife, she got it. Like, I mean, it was gone like in thirty seconds. <laughs> well, twenty doesn't last like it used to. It just goes quick, and uh, so at any rate, that was sweet of him to do that. You know, you give a little, you get a little. And uh, Joe came over and worked on on uh, setting up the uh, Comrex, the Opal system, which is another way to feed from my studio to your control panel so that we can pump it out into the air. And I had a $25 Amazon gift card that one of my students gave me. And again, I could never figure out how to use the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, hey, Joe. You want a $25 Amazon gift (laughs) card. Well, I'm sure he he appreciated it. He was, yeah, he was very appreciative. That's why I got a hug and a kiss. Hey, it's getting towards the end of the show. By the way, I'm Dr. Bill. We've got a medical practice in St. Pete, Florida, but we can do telemedicine anywhere in the United States. We got a minute left. Yeah, we're one minute. Anywhere in the United States, uh, Puerto Rico, American Samoa, the Outer Lying Islands, uh, the American Virgin Islands. So... (laughs) I can actually I can prescribe anywhere there, and you can call me at any time and set up an appointment. Seven two seven three eight four six four one one, seven two seven three eight four six four one one, and and you can always uh, see me in person at my office. Uh, the wife closes the office on Fridays during the slow season, but you know what, Ken? I'm still there. <laughs> I'm there all the time. Just call, and. The answering service will hook you up. So I am Dr. Bill, and I love you guys, and I appreciate you being being with us on the show. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Say bye, Doc. Bye, Doc.
0: Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at Clinic.